You are listening to the Work From Home Lifestylist Podcast with your host, Christina M. Hooper, where I share practical and actionable strategies on how to create the work from home lifestyle you want to live. If you are ready to let go of the nine to five lifestyle, make sure to visit my website at www.christinamhooper.com and join my work from home lifestylist Facebook community for exclusive trainings and resources. Without further ado, let's get into today's episode. Welcome to the Work From Home Lifestylist podcast. I'm your host, Christina Hooper, and I am thrilled to be here with you today to share insight, tips, and strategies to help you take your business to the next level. Whether you are a seasoned entrepreneur or just starting out, this podcast is for you. So get ready to discover new ways to optimize your work from home experience and achieve your goals all while living your best life. So let's dive in. Today, I want to talk about staying productive and organized as you grow your business. Now, I've got five daily habits that you can implement to stay on track. Now, I feel like sometimes people miss this, that, you know, staying productive. But honestly, when you're creating that work from home life, This is gold. This is what is going to create that lifestyle, that best life that you want right now, okay? By using and really taking the time to incorporate these daily habits into your life right now, you can take advantage of the benefits of working from home and having that space for more time with your family, more time with your friends, right now as you're growing your business versus working to the point of burnout just to reach that goal of being able to do that, okay? So let's talk about the first one, right? So we're talking about staying organized. And, you know, we know that we're supposed to stay organized and we know that it's something that keeps you productive. It's so key to productivity, but it is especially important when working from home keeping your workspace tidy and clutter-free. And one of the biggest things is making sure all your files and documents are were organized on your computer. You know, like it's one of those things that if you're not accustomed to staying, you know, like dotting those T's, crossing those I's when it comes to organization, um, then this is one of those things that could become a huge hangup that's going to, to significantly cost you a a large amount of time in your business. So using tools like whether it's a Trello, Asana, I personally use ClickUp in my business. It keeps you on track and helps you to stay on task and meet those deadlines, right? So not only are you creating it, but you're following through with what you've created, right? So whether it's, uh, you know, color coding your tasks to make them more, you know, visually appealing or easy to prioritize, right? Or making it look pretty, you know, like inside of ClickUp, I add images and stuff that inspire me to want to continue to stay within my productivity tool so that I do utilize it, right? Um, How many times do we have those moments where we have tools that we say we use, we're going to use, you know, it's a great idea, you know, and then it's like you put it on the back burner and then you're just kind of not really following through with it, right? Um, A lot of times if you don't take advantage of what is available to you to stay organized, what happens is it does interfere with you staying productive. So 
definitely make sure that you choose one that you love and that helps to maybe make things more efficient for you as well as your team if you have a team or prepares you for when you do have a team. All right, the next one is to schedule specific work hours. Now, I have to admit, you know, I tend to not always follow this, but I work very hard on a daily basis to cut out, you know, when time is done, when work is done, work is done. But by having proper productivity tools, following your processes, scheduling things appropriately, you can set work hours that will you can abide by, right? One of the biggest challenges of work from home is separating work from personal life. And one of those big reasons are because, you know, work hours don't stay work hours, right? That whole nine to five turns to like nine to 10, you know, or like 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. or 10 p.m., you know, and, you know, to avoid burnout and maintain a healthy work-life balance, it's important to set specific work hours and stick to them. Like, that's it. Like, when it's done, it's done, you know, and also making sure that it's clear and it's clearly communicated, you know, this means scheduling your work hours on a calendar and communicating them with your colleagues and family and friends, you know, like, look, these are my work hours, right? And that's when work gets done. And then after that, you're free, right? This will help you stay focused, and avoid distractions during your designated work time, right? Because now you've set the precedence. So when you have those work hours, it's less distractions, right? And you're training yourself and your body, your mind to know like these are the times that I work. Of course, you're including breaks, right? Because you want to include breaks and you can check in, you know, when you need to. But when it's that time to work, that's your time to work. All right, so then now you're going to schedule FaceTime with your colleagues. And this is this is crucial, right? Especially if you're a coach, it's important to stay connected with your colleagues and your clients. So scheduling regular video calls or meetings with them to stay up to date on projects, on marketing, on anything that you're working on to provide feedback and support. It helps to avoid miscommunications, which can take more time. You know, when we're creating a work from home life that we want, time tends to be the goal that we want, right? To get our time back. But it can also be the one thing that's fleeting, constantly fleeting is there's just not enough time, right? So if we learn how to manage the time accordingly, you know, like we wonder, like, how is this person able to get all of this stuff done? And, you know, and I feel like I've, I feel like I've, I've, pretty much done nothing today, right? It's because how we use our time and respecting our time, right? And how, and training people to respect our time, you know? This will help you to stay motivated and engaged with your work. Another thing is to communicate effectively, right? So effective communication is crucial when working remotely. So making sure you're clear and concise in your emails and messages, you know, don't be afraid to ask questions or clarification. You know, another great thing is to set the tone from the beginning. You know, if you're working with clients and you want to set that standard from the beginning, you know, using tools like I love using HoneyBook, you know, it allows you to either have a video or send a, a welcome guide to be clear about this is how the process works. This is what you can expect, right? 
So now you're communicating this effectively. They can always have access to it. They can return back to it if they need to. And it's very clear that they know what's to come, what's going on at all times. And then you've got a clear, you know, effective communication that allows them to respond accordingly. And then of course, being able to communicate using something like Slack, if you want something to communicate on a regular basis, back and forth, or having, again, Zoom, right? Staying connected that way. Or Loom. I love using Loom, right? If I want to communicate, sometimes it's better to just show it. Here's my screen. This is where we're at, you know, and sending that message to them in video so that they can see it versus trying to type it all out, right? Or even having to schedule a meeting. That saves you time by sending a video than have to, you know, choose a day, you know, to get on a call, right? So just make sure that you are responsive as well to those messages and those requests, you know, keeping that communication, you know, effective and clear. You also want to limit distractions. Now, distractions are one of those things that just, it's like, they're distractions. They just pop up, right? But when you're working from home, you know, it's full of distractions, but sometimes the distractions can come from us, right? So like social media, that endless scroll, you're just scrolling and scrolling and scrolling. Uh, if there's house chores, I'm one of, one of those people that's like, ah, oh, this needs to be done and you just stop everything and you just go and just clean. And that 10 minutes turns to an hour, right? Um, but this is where those breaks come in, right? And this will encourage you to take breaks when you're working from home. So then you know that, you know, hey, you know, I worked a stint of about a good two, three hours. I'm going to stop. I'm going to go, you know, check my messages and, you know, or my emails. Because sometimes emails can be distracting as you continue to get more client, you know, messages that come in. They can distract you from what your project you're working on, you know, but dedicating that time to check those things away from, you know, what your day-to-day process is, right? And then you're able to get up do what you need to do, and then, you know, work another stint, whether that's two or three hours, however you see fit. But it helps you to stay productive. And it so it's important to limit these distractions as much as possible. This means turning off notifications on your phone or computer, which I do because I get so many notifications. Because I put it on silent because all I hear is this ding, 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 ding. And it's so distracting, right? And then also setting the boundaries with your family members and, you know, if you got a roommate, your, you know, or your children, training your children to know, like, I know for my daughter, she knows, like, it's time, mommy's got a call, you know, mommy's got to record, you know, close the door. And then we, she kind of knows and she's learned this routine of, okay, I've got to be quiet right now because mommy's working, right? And then she knows as soon as I'm done, she goes, ah, you're done, you know, but it, it trains them to also understand and respect that, you know, you're in your, your element, right? So, and then avoiding non-work-related tasks during your designated work hours, right? That too. So, you know, just schedule those breaks for those things, right? So you've worked a little bit. Now it's time to get up, throw a load of laundry in, you know, you know, do it, you know, sweep of the house and clean a little bit, you know, check in like at homeschool, check in with the kids. How, what are you working on? Did you finish that assignment? You know, um, so that you can continue to limit those distractions and, they, and it becomes habit that your breaks are where those distractions live, right? Now, there's another one that I think that gets missed when it comes to productivity. And this is a, this is a big one and it's your marketing strategy. 
right? Because sometimes when you know you're you have this marketing plan and strategy, what you decide to do is you tend to take it and let it run run your life, right? Like you whether you've been trained that this is a market strategy, you took a course and they said this is a strategy that you should take and then you're just like, okay, and then you let that set the precedence of your entire business and then you, your productivity, your time, everything just goes out the door. You know, there's a way that you can still implement that marketing strategy, whatever it may be, to fit within your business and create a process that doesn't allow it to run your life, right? So, you know, you're going to stay consistent and save time in the long run by creating a system, a process to how you are going to market your business. So that's another very important key element when it comes to creating that that lifestyle and creating those boundaries with that work and life balance is understanding that you, yes, show up, you know, social media posts, lives, you know, sending out your email marketing campaigns, you know, advertising and getting out and connecting. Those things should be incorporated in your business, but they should not take over your entire life and your time. Time is vital. Time is, is, is something that you can't get back, right? So doing things like creating that content calendar, staying committed to that, back taking scheduling time to batch create, whether it's your scripts or your outlines for your lives or, um, you know, batch creating your social media posts and, you know, setting that precedence and knowing that this is the standard, this is what you're going to do, whether it's checking your analytics, right? Or the time that you've uh, allotted to, you know, do outreach, you know, determine what that is dedicate that space and that time and put it in your process, put it in, you know, uh, set a time. And this is when you do it. This is when you connect. It also encourage you to stay consistent because marketing strategies require consistency in order for them to work. Right. So there are a lot of tools that you can utilize for things like that. Buffer later, you know, cloud campaign. Uh, there's so, so many of them, you know, and, um, and then it allows you to be able to, structure and organize your life so that it, and it also allows you to prove to yourself that you're capable, right? I did this today, you know, and you're continually being able to know that I'm showing up and, you know, I'm doing income producing activity. That's being productive in a business, right? You're not just doing just willy nilly things every day, but you are showing up and you're doing something that is going to grow your business each and every day, right? So prioritize your tasks, you know, and then also, you know, continuously get feedback, whether it's for growth, whether it is with your clients or your colleagues, get feedback, you know, and any way to improve, right, your pro- your process and your productivity, you know, there is always an opportunity for growth, even when it comes to being productive, you know, how can we improve and do better? How can we make this take less time, right? Um, that should be a part of your process so that you can constantly move forward in your business and always remember the goal that you started in the first place right you wanted to work from home to enjoy the benefits right and in order to enjoy the benefits you have to create a process of organization and productivity within your business well that wraps it up for today's episode of the work from home lifestyles podcast and i enjoyed being here today and I cannot wait to see you in the next episode where we'll be diving into more tips and strategy when creating the work from a lifestyle that you want to live. It has been a pleasure. 
keep it shiny entrepreneurs and coaches. Thank <laughs> you.